the Jesus myth, the Jesus deception is really just a prophecy deception. And it's a prophecy deception of the priest class, the nation of priests, Yahweh's chosen people. And it comes from the Torah, the Yahweh agenda is ultimately to have a one world religion dictatorship according to the prophecies, total hegemony, all of the world worshiping the one God of Israel. That's the goal and the objective of his nation of priests. And they need to eradicate God as Yahweh is the God of Israel, the God of Zion. He's a jealous God and he wants to destroy all of the quote, pagan idol worship, all of the other competing religions around the world and have dominion, subdue the nations with his Messiah. That's the role of the Messiah is to conquer the nations for the God of Israel. Christianity and Islam fulfilled that. The rabbis brag about it and they're following the prophecies as a script with their with their end times beliefs that are helping the nation of priests achieve their prophecies. Christianity is not a real person that fulfilled all of these prophecies. It is a story about a mythical Messiah that fulfilled all the prophecies. The prophecies are what inspired the Jesus narrative. Like Ezekiel, it says, the heathen shall know that I am the Lord. The goyim shall know that I am Hashem. All the nations shall turn and fear the Lord God truly and shall bury their idols. And then the Daniel 7 prophecy, the son of man that Jesus supposedly fulfilled, he was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All Goyim nations and peoples of every language worshiped him. Zechariah 14, 9, another messianic chapter. The Lord shall be king over all the earth. In that day, thou shall be one Lord in his name. Only all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. The law will come forth from Zion, etc., etc. And then we have Paul. Paul was a Pharisee. And he thought he was chosen to be the prophet to the Gentiles, to bring the God of Israel to the Gentiles, to Judaize the Gentiles and get them to abandon their idol worship and follow the Messiah, having faith in the Messiah. There's no question, Paul never even claimed to know Jesus. Most of the oldest books in the Old Testament come from Paul and he never met the man. He saw him explicitly, he says, in the scriptures and in revelations like in romans 16 the preaching of jesus christ according to revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began but now is made manifest by the scriptures of the prophets made manifest by apostles like paul who had mystical experiences and saw him in the scriptures in second peter illustrates that the early christians were not reading the divine sacred scriptures in the context they were written but they were like a puzzle that they could pick and choose and make connections similar networks of passages to learn mysteries they were searching for hidden mysteries in the scriptures to be revealed through their exegesis second peter says we did not follow cleverly devised stories when we told you about the coming of our lord jesus but they were eyewitness of his majesty. This is talking about the transfiguration. They wouldn't be saying that these are not cleverly devised myth if the earliest Christians weren't saying that they're talking about myths. Paul says that he has visions and revelations from the Lord. This is how he learns about Jesus, not from any man. He says he was taken up or caught up into the third heaven as like a Kabbalistic mystical experience, Merkava mysticism. And that's where he went into paradise. It's the 
the same Kabbalistic word they use for their mystical experiences. Paul says, the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. He did not learn it from any man. He received it by the revelation of Jesus Christ, that he would reveal the son in him or through him to preach among the heathen or the Gentiles. Paul says that he was separated in his mother's womb and called by his grace. That is a citation of Jeremiah 1.5 formed in the womb to be a prophet to the nations. He thought he was a prophet to the nations. His basic gospel and the earliest Christian gospel was simply that a, a, a Messiah was rejected died, buried, and resurrected after three days. And Paul says he received this from the scriptures, buried and rose again the third day according to the scriptures. But Paul says, have I not seen Jesus Christ our Lord, indicating that he saw Jesus the same way all of the first Christians and original apostles and pillars saw Jesus in the scriptures. Paul even says, the apostles who were held in high esteem, they added nothing to his message. How could the brother and best friend and disciples of the earthly Jesus add nothing to his message? Paul says, what no eye has seen, what no eye has heard. You go through all of Paul's writings, you see he's not talking about an earthly Messiah at all. Even the uh, Lord's Supper, he did not learn from anybody that attended. He was not in attendance, but he said he received it from the Lord. This is the origins of the mythical Jesus that was later expanded on in the Gospels. Paul says that nobody would know who Jesus was if it weren't for apostles or preachers like Paul. And he says that Jesus is manifested through them. If Jesus really did all of these miracles, then why would Paul say the Jews require a sign? Why didn't he talk about all the signs? Paul doesn't talk about any of the miracles of Jesus, any of the biographical details of Jesus that are found in the Gospels. He made them up. He's a myth of fake fulfillment of prophecy, and it has led to conquering the nations, having half of the world worship the God of Israel through their Messiah that was meant to conquer us all along. Romans 15, 12, Paul says, he's citing Isaiah 11, the root of Jesse, talking about the Messiah, shall rise to reign over the Gentiles. In that day, to it shall the Gentiles seek. That's where they got the plan for taking over the Messiah. And here Jesus is the Melchizedek high priest in Hebrews. What does it say in Psalms? The Lord said, sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies the footstool. The Lord shall send the rod, that's the Messiah, and thy strength out of Zion, and will rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. This is talking about Jesus ruling in the midst of the enemies. Who are the enemies of the ancient Jews before Christianity? Romans. Yeah. And who is Jesus ruling over right now in the land of thine enemies? The Romans. In the Vatican. That's Jesus, their Messiah, the high priest Melchizedek, ruling in the land of their enemies in Rome. That's what Christianity is, making them the footstool. And now all the Gentiles are proud sheep in a flock on their knees, bowing down to the king of the Jews, which was their whole goal. And Christianity made that happen. If you spiritualize the enemy, then you have a spiritual cosmic savior in the celestial world, the mythical world. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, metaphors for demons. And then in John 8, 23, it doesn't get more explicit than this. You are from below. This is Jesus saying, you are from below. I am from above. You are of this world. 
I am not of this world. Their savior is not from this world. He is mythical. He's from the platonic heavens above. We can see in Hebrews, one of the earliest gospels, before the, God, the canonical gospels, I should say, Jesus is the high priest Melchizedek of the new covenant. He's the high priest who sat down at the right hand of the throne and the majesty in heaven, the dual throne imagery comes from Daniel and elsewhere, who serves in the sanctuary, the true, true tabernacle set up by the Lord, not by a mere human being. And then it says, if he were on earth, it's a weird thing to say about a Messiah that was just on earth, saying he's in the heavenly temple and he's not on earth. Psalms 2 is another verse that's very messianic just to get the idea of what the Jesus's role is. You are my son, today I be have become your father. That's a reference to Jesus in the New Testament. I will make the goyim, I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. You will Jesus will break them with a rod of iron. You will dash them to pieces like pottery. Therefore, you kings, be wise, be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear, celebrate his rule with trembling. That's what Jesus did. He is the rod that is ruling out of Zion in the midst of the enemies of the Jews, which would be the Romans, the Gentile world. Verse after verse, all of the ends of the earth will fear their God. All of the nations will bow down as well as, as in Isaiah 45. Isaiah 60, 61, 62, all of it about conquering the nations. The wealth of the nations will flow to Zion, as it says. The end times prophecy of Zechariah, that in those days, 10 people from all languages and nations will take firm of the Jew by the hem and say, let us go with you because we have heard that God is with you. That is the end times goal, all of the world worshiping the one world religion through the Messiah, Christianity and Islam helped accomplish that. That's the consensus view in Orthodox Judaism. Their top sage Maimonides explicitly said it. Christianity is a myth. It came from Jews. It's a deception meant to have theological dominion over the world. Like it says in Daniel, it's just a myth, but it's the myth that took over the world.